0: Uh, do we know what we're talking about hold on might as well
1: Trevor we have a document yeah we've got but the doc of we I know what guess, we're talking about
0: I guess we do have a document it's got five lines on it so mm-hmm. going. I don't know what else we really
1: have. welcome to uh, episode 243 of off the cross uh, uh yes clearly not 243 but uh the host, whoever that happens to be, um, made a typo.
0: The typo stays.
1: Is the typo only yep. visible for us though,
2: or is it? Yeah, of yeah. course.
0: Okay. <laughs> <So>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's worth calling attention to how bad the typo was. Yep. So Kyle two forty three is here. Who else we got? We have Matt Montgomery. Nice. Uh, incidentally, that person is me.
0: And Trevor Brady.
1: Nice. Wow. I don't. Have we? That's do we introduce that. ourselves? No. Normally. Um, Sometimes we start to and get distracted.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's been a while. I saw, I was looking at our last, it's, let's see. So it's almost, it's August 18th today, right? Yes. It's been since the end of July. Um, We recorded right after RSL was knocked out of the MLS's back tournament, (laughs) which um, was won by... Wait, Portland? Did Portland, Portland. win? Portland.
0: Oh yeah, because yeah. remember, because Merritt Paulson tweeted all about how important this tournament is and how he's oh, so happy. Yeah. He tweeted hated. that
2: once they got to the the semifinal or the oh, of course, yeah, like, the final.
0: It was once they were announced to the final. That's like the first time Merritt tweeted anything about it, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, I'm so happy that my <laughs> team is so good
2: that mm-hmm. so
0: we got to the final of this tournament, despite everybody thinking that we weren't going to get to it. We're such underdogs."
2: Okay, well, would you guys rather have yeah, Merritt yeah. Paulson as your owner no. or Milla Hansen <laughs> as your owner? <laughs>
1: Um, I'm going to no. go out on a limb here, and I'll say Deloy Hansen. Interesting.
0: I a silly question, and I refuse to answer. <laughs> it because my input doesn't matter at all. But, if, yeah, I would but say that that's if not how you Merit, play. Would you rather? No, I agree. That's if true. Merit was our owner, I would be probably more embarrassed than I am with Deloy.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I, I think we'd be like more successful, stage, but yeah. I'd be more embarrassed probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Portlander like amazing
1: true. spenders though, right?
2: Yeah, that's true, but I think they I mean they just being willing to spend life. more on like coaches for example might be yeah. might be something. Um
0: they definitely spend more on players.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've had they've some busts spent- though as well. Oh yeah, no
0: for sure, but they spend 5 million dollars on those busts. <laughs> Oh, yeah. it's, true. Like and it's very, funny
2: it is very funny um i'd also really wonder where they'd be without diego valeri but wow yeah. what a treasure he is i mean where would we be without javier Morales? yeah right? that's it's exact, obvious yeah it's, it's the same they just were like a little bit behind us in the trajectory have they won the mls cup yeah. twice or just once
0: they went to it twice and won it once
2: oh they lost on the um did they I can't remember. I definitely
1: know this off the top of my head and I'm not Googling it. I
2: know this off the top of the crossbar. Yeah, she oh. – yeah, they – Um, I think oh, yeah. they just got the one, right? Correct.
1: Well, I think they uh, – oh, and one MLS is back tournament well oh. to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a star on their chest for that. It's, <laughs> Did, it's really?
1: domestic, but under there they have minor honors. And you, you know
2: what this, oh, is it's a, this is a minor honor that MLS
1: is back? No, no, no. That's not a minor Dang honor, it. which well, is it even is. better. Uh, the MLS Fair Play Award oh, in 2011. No, <laughs> that sucks.
0: Wait, <laughs> do, they have do, any they, do they get a star for, for the MLS
1: is back? Uh, they better not.
0: I'm. I promise you, Merit's going to try to put a star up for it. If will be like, oh, it's like silver oh, star. There's, there's no you don't get a star for the out.
1: Open Cup.
2: So there's no way. I don't think you get a. There's no way you'd get a star. For, well, I mean, um, Open a Cup isn't an MLS tournament. Oh no! <laughs> what if they yeah, get they, like a, yeah. a diamond or like some <laughs> a trap? Yeah, diamond
1: so star. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
2: Hmm.
0: I would love oh, yeah, so that they tournament.
2: won. It's guys, that that tournament the charm of that tournament really wore off quickly for me after yeah. that, after like the group rounds, um, after we got eliminated, but it wasn't really just that. Uh, I don't know. There was something like, it was fun to watch like soccer every single day. Like there were like multiple yeah. games going and I liked that. And then, and then it was just gone. And then I didn't, I didn't, like I started watching the finals or the the final and the semifinals. And I just like, didn't really make my way through any of it. I watched Bits and pieces, and I saw some of the goals, but just like, uh, I didn't care anymore. Yeah. And I, at one and point, I really liked the tournament. So it was weird.
1: So I think it's worth at least pointing out that uh, the tournament was very successful mm-hmm. once people got in the bubble in not giving people coronavirus. Yeah. Um, which is a pretty, I think, a pretty low bar. Yeah. Uh, that was set that they made higher for themselves. Yes. By having to knock two teams out of the tournament before it started. Yep, but, you know.
2: Yeah, I, the bubble is the, definitely the way to go. I think that yeah. they um, that was successful, and the NBA has been incredibly successful so far too. So I'm glad that <laughs> whole thing is working out. But yeah. the leagues that are not doing that, like um, Major League Soccer, well, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know how baseball really is going now. I know at first it was pretty. Um, Oh, I know a guy who likes baseball. Yeah, Trevor, tell I us can about give it. Give
0: you a little bit of an update. So, baseball's going okay. Okay. But not great. Wait, so um,
2: they're playing with no fans, right? They're going to each each team's ballparks, but they're but they're playing with no fans.
0: That's correct. Yeah, okay. there's no fans in the stadium. They do have like cardboard cutouts and Fox is doing like Ooh. CGI'd fans, so it looks like a oh, video no. game. So like it's whatever, but um <laughs> most places It's mostly fine. Okay. It's not great, but it's mostly okay. The Miami had their big um, outbreak that occurred throughout the team. There was like, I think, 11 or 12 guys that tested positive. Um, They had to skip like a week and a half's worth of games. They're back playing now. I didn't keep up on the specifics, so I might get some of this wrong, but I think they had one or two players that they kept out until they were like tested negative. But for the most part, they, um, They wrote it out, players tested negative, they had enough players that they could keep playing, so they started playing again. Uh, Same thing happened to the Cardinals, they had, I think it was like 18 members of their team and staff that tested positive, so they missed like two weeks of games or something like that, until they were healthy enough to play, and they're back to playing now, but it's messing up their schedule a lot, like every single day, they're doing double headers to try to catch up, they had played like five games before they had to stop playing, and now every team has played like 20 some odd and they're at like 6 or 7. So they're just playing catch up. There was another team and I forget who it was. Um there's another team that in the last day or two had I think one person test positive and that person has basically just been removed from the team. I think that's pretty much it. So they mostly kept it in check, but they are definitely traveling to different stadiums, traveling to different places, um playing with no fans. The Canadian was there, Yeah, the Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays aren't playing in Canada because they can't go to Canada. Um, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they found a stadium in Buffalo, New York that is now their home home stadium that they're playing out of. Um, but yeah, it's working, kind of.
1: And that's not totally different from what Major League Soccer is doing, except that except they'll have fans, the stadium. Stadium have fans in the stadium. They'll
0: have fans in the stadium.
1: And they have, like, three teams, right, that are playing at a Red Bull Arena. Yeah, I believe Montreal Impact is making it their home stadium, right? Uh, and Oh, I didn't New know York that. Red That's Bulls. weird. And then, of course, the best one. Uh, this is the most delicious one. I think it's still the case, at least. Uh, is New York City FC. No way. They're all playing at Red Bull Arena. That was my understanding. Nope. I got to be
2: honest. Red Bull Arena's stadium is actually really cool. I went there once. Oh, it's oh dope. did you? Yeah. yeah. I, I saw... I I mean, I don't know how many fans are going to show up, but I to, to the Montreal Impact playing a home game at Red Bull Arena. But um, yeah, I if saw too many. Yeah, it really is. I saw the Red Bulls play against Toronto, like back in like. Let's see. I was in New York because it was it was the it was I went when I turned 21. I went on like a birthday trip with a friend to New York. And I had a friend that lived in Brooklyn, and we went to one of the games. But this was before NYCFC. I think okay, it was the year before NYCFC started. I think. So, um, yeah, but I was really surprised how cool that stadium is. It's like, I mean, it's literally like, it's pretty, pretty far from, it's in New New Jersey, obviously. Yeah. But you go across the Verrazano bridge. Uh, That was my New York accent. Did it, did it come across Verrazano? I could tell.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. I got to watch more Sopranos, but (laughs) anyway, so I, uh, yeah, I went to their stadium and I was pleasantly surprised how cool Red Bull arena is. It's really nice. Um, I went there. It was very empty, but it was cool.
0: Oh, really? I mean, I went there for when I went there, I went there for an RSL game. It was, uh, oh, geez, 2015, 2016, one Mm of those years. And it was when RSL was playing there. And I just happened to be in that part of the country at that time. So I went to a game and it was a blast. I loved it. That's honestly one of my favorite away trips that, as far as like the game the atmosphere at the game, I think that's one of my favorite games that I've ever been to. It's not a real Tinto.
2: Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I mean, there was like your. It was weird. It felt like everyone in the stadium that was there to see the game, other than like a, like a handful of people, were like the diehard like supporter groups. So there was like a ton of people in the supporter group section, but then there's like not a lot of casual fans who showed up to the like. Which is very—it was like the inverse of RSL games, where like almost everyone at the stadium is like a casual fan, but then there's like the smaller supporters groups. It, yeah, it was like the opposite of that. It was weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was it was it was fun. Uh. And that's weird that Montreal—that's <laughs> their—it's that's their home stadium, but like, I don't know. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, um, where is
0: Where is Toronto playing? Because they—I thought they tried to get Red Bull Arena as well, and they were shut down. But they're another Canadian team that can't play in Canada.
2: They're close to um. They're closer to like the Midwest teams, right? So maybe no, they're they...
0: further east than Montreal. Are they? Is it? Look at a map. I thought
2: Montreal's directly north of uh of like Vermont.
0: No, Montreal's directly north of New York, and it's right above Lake Ontario. And then I thought Toronto <laughs> was just to the east of that. Look at us all Google mapping this.
2: No, Toronto's Oh, Toronto's way west of Montreal, my guy. Oh,
0: am I way wrong?
2: M- Montreal is directly north of like um it's right by Buffalo, which is in northwestern New York. Um Montreal's directly north of oh, Vermont. Yeah, I'm way
0: off. And Sorry, that's my You're bad. good. Hey,
2: hey man. It's all
0: good. <laughs> it's it's totally cool. The I've, city that I was talking about that's directly north of Lake Ontario, that's Toronto. Yeah. Yep. And then the other one that I was talking about is still north of New York. But, like, yeah, way closer yeah. to Vermont. Now, than the other part
2: of New from. York. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, I mean, I want to go to Vermont. Montreal is right by – Montreal. do take
0: a trip out to Vermont? Well, let's
2: go and let's go to, I want to go to Burlington, but also that um, Lake Champlain, 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 Champlain,
0: Champlain, Champlain.
2: Champlain. I want to go to, sure. Looks great. I had a friend who went to school in, in Burlington and she loved it. So, um, yeah,
0: I want to, I want to go out there. Vermont is where my mother grew up. So really? I, yeah. I've That's been back cool. there a couple times. It's one of my favorite parts of the country. Dang. Okay. Well. And It's definitely I like Lake Champlain. So, and their we, monster mm. is called Nessie. <laughs> do, um, wait, do we
2: know where uh Toronto's playing? Has that been BMO? Field. No, I, <laughs> I looked it up at BMO, yeah. They're
1: playing tonight, actually.
2: Wait, oh, are they playing, I thought they okay, wait,
0: they're, well, they're playing against another Canadian team, now.
2: yeah, wait, so why is Montreal not playing at their stadium?
1: That's <laughs> a good question. I'm gonna look that up. Do you That's guys keep talking about the east coast? Okay, so.
2: The Great Lakes. <laughs> There's <laughs> five, five of them. Four of them. Wait, five. five? Sorry, I forgot. Ontario ahead, man, and Erie kind ahead. of look very similar. It's it honestly blows my mind how big those lakes are, and I don't think my brain can comprehend how big those lakes are. Um, no, no, they're
0: so big. I see, I
2: see pictures. I mean, so I went to Chicago and I saw that, yeah. and it, um, but I didn't get really close to the water. But uh, I had I have friends that were like. Um, in Michigan and they were taking pictures I don't know which great lake it was but there it looks like the ocean like it's just gigantic like there's yeah, no seeing see across no which is how is that not enough to uh prove to the round earth or, or flat earth or is that the
0: earth is round nothing that's is great that's how cuz like wouldn't you there's literally no thing that you can tell them that they would be like oh yeah i guess that's right yeah
2: which is so wild to me because, like, if it were flat, you'd be able to see across. But, you know, um, so while Matt continues to do
1: some research. Oh, I did my research. Um, I'm ready to report back.
2: Where are they playing?
1: Uh, why? Uh, undetermined.
2: Wait, t- Toronto? <laughs> uh,
1: Montreal. Oh, okay. So Toronto is definitely playing at BMO Field. Montreal is, uh, was at least reported to be playing at... Uh, Red Bull Arena six days ago. Um, But, you know, their website still says Stab Sabuto. So interesting. Okay. Well,
2: that's good, I guess, for them, because I think that would be weird to go play in um, Jersey. But hey, I don't, you know, I don't make the rules. Um, It's pretty funny for NYC. I should. It's funny for (laughs) NYCFC who still doesn't have an actual stadium, but. Then now they're playing it. Are they ever going to get an actual stadium like a, a SSS soccer specific stadium? As what over?
0: New York City FC?
2: Yeah,
0: no, I'm not going to count on it. Never ever, ever I love all they, those like they,
2: rules that 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 Garber used to have in order to come into the league. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that?
0: Yeah, when they came in, they had the promise. They were like, within five years, we're going to be in a soccer it city like, city it stadium. It was like sooner it's than gonna be like six different locations that were scouting out and yeah. then within like a year all of those locations fell through they were supposed to break ground within more.
2: like a year of of coming into the league not necessarily being in the stadium yet but they didn't even that that clearly didn't happen
0: no they're so far away it's ridiculous yeah,
2: yeah so i wouldn't believe the new york cosmos want to kill the, the- New York City <laughs> FC. New York City FC was actually pretty fun to watch in uh in the MLS's back tournament. I enjoyed. Yeah. Wait, who was the final? Was it
0: uh it was uh wasn't it?
2: No, it, so was, it was, was Orlando in Portland, Orlando, right? Orlando, yeah. Yeah, real uh marquee lineup. To there. be honest, I I I would have wanted Orlando to win except for the fact that I hate Dom Dwyer so much. Yeah. Um, because I really like that Orlando team. Even I don't even like Nani much, but like he was really fun to watch. And uh, um, Oscar Pereja has them playing some really good soccer, which I don't know anything about these days. Um,
0: Yeah, with, with that. You don't know anything about good soccer these Wait, days? We, okay, sorry.
2: Wait, let's do a – yeah, I don't know anything. Well, when it comes to RSL stuff. But let's do a quick social oh, yeah. roundup. We've, we we kind of skipped. Um, Trevor, what's going on with you, man? What's up?
0: Um, good news, everybody! Good news oh, in uh, nice. Trevor's side of things. Um, I am coronavirus negative. Nice again. Uh, my, again, yeah. Uh, we had. Um, I woke up Saturday at like three o'clock in the morning, with like the worst sore throat I've ever had in my life. Uh, and I've had like exciting. this persistent cough throughout like my entire life. But so I've basically been ignoring that for the last couple months. But anytime another symptom comes up, I get a little bit worried. Yep. So went in to the doctor, took a test on Saturday, and got the results back today that I'm Mm. just fine. But I've missed work the last two days and I was just hanging out with my daughter for the whole time. So nice.
2: Okay. It was fun. It's good.
0: That's pretty much it. That's the update I've got.
2: (laughs) Matt, what about (laughs) you? What's going on? Yeah, I don't really have anything new. Have you been Um, tested
1: for coronavirus before?
2: no oh man it feels I'm, it's not I'm a good taking
1: extra precautions because i don't want them to stick a thing up my nose yeah it's, so, they so did, like i'll isolate more they did a new
0: test with me <gasps> it was one oh, did of the they? newer versions of it it wasn't like the saliva test that the nba thing was, mm. dealing was with. it
2: Is still into your brain or whatever
0: no, it's just like a like a cotton swab. They just swab like the inside of my nostril.
2: It, it doesn't. Oh. It's not the big stick that goes directly.
0: into No, that. I had that's the test I had the first time. Oof, and that boy. one sucked a lot. It hurts like, so it.
2: bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't.
0: The thing it doesn't hurt. If,
2: It's like it's just. It's the most like you, you never have felt that feeling before, and it's just like really you, intrusive.
0: You can't do anything about it. It's, it's like just an inside itch your that you head. You can't reach. Yeah. It's like you can't, yeah, Ugh. it's just an obnoxious feeling. Yucky. But yeah, Yucky. they didn't do that. They just did a like a nose cotton swab kind of thing. And I was like, are we sure we're doing the coronavirus test? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, this is the coronavirus <laughs> test. And <laughs> this is the
2: new one. And I was like,
0: you don't have to shove anything into my throat? And they were like, nope, this is the new test that we're doing. And we get the results back a little bit quicker this way. Nice, so that's good. I'm glad they're
2: doing that because um, it does. it's not very useful when you um, get a test and I have to wait like a week. Because, like, yeah,
0: yeah it that doesn't was really the, make sense. I mean, I know that at the time that was everybody's longest week of their life. That's but
2: still like a lot of people are facing that currently, like across the country, where yeah, uh,
0: it's ridiculous. The it's first like time I had the test was or longer. It was the says third week of March, fourth week of March mm-hmm. was when I got the test. And yeah, test results were, it was like six or seven days before I got it. Yeah. And I just it's had to. Not good. Sit there and wait. I remember I that. Drive. Yeah. It was so bad.
2: That's when I thought you actually had it. Yeah. Um, That's right. Matt, did you go to the farmer's market last weekend?
1: I did not, but I went today. They're doing the Tuesday oh, harvest what? market. How was it? And it's tiny, it's even smaller than last a year. Pioneer? Yeah, Pioneer Park. And, you know, I was glad I went. I got a watermelon and some vegetables, but I'm excited to go on Saturday and, you know, get my real produce, some hot hot peppers and make a new hot sauce you know that sort of thing
2: yeah we wow that's uh maybe i'll join you on saturday for the farmer's market before we the three of us have a very important meeting on yeah. saturday
0: oh, that's a good we're gonna year, sell actually. to uh
2: google yeah we're gonna sell yep it's exactly
1: it, right it's a talent acquisition though so
2: yep yes it really is speaking of talent acquisition um you know, podcasting is not my full-time job anymore. And I did get a actual other job where I do some work. Um, and you're enjoying it. I am. It's really good. And did I, did I complain last time? Wait, I can't remember if I talked to you guys about it since the last time. Did I have the job since
1: you time? had <laughs> the job that had not started? Okay. you we were in California. Gotcha. So,
2: okay. okay. So it's been, it's been really good. The hardest thing for me to get used to though, I, I talked to you and uh, definitely you about it in Slack. I don't know if Trevor saw it, but it, I am having to get used to Windows. Ho <laughs> ho, you know, I'm I'm a Mac guy. I haven't really used Windows at all since like 2011.
0: <laughs> I, sorry, I thought you meant like Windows in your office that you can like no, see out of. No, like I was Windows like, how does operating that take system. You to get used to
2: <laughs> Yeah, No, but, that's fine. So I'm full time remote. I'm with you now.
0: I got you. Okay. Working sure. for
2: my computer and um, getting used to Windows and. I'm finally there. I finally um, feel just as comfortable navigating both, which is great. I also got this nice little uh, curvy mouse thing. It's like – so I'm I'm a big magic mouse guy. So now I've got like the Windows equivalent. And so I've got the light side and the dark side right here. Mm. I still use – I use the Mac keyboard for the window. But anyway – so I've got like my 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 Apple set up right here which is my personal computer and then over here I have two screens. I've I've like four screens going on right now. I have two nice. screens over here and I got this and then my
1: computer anyway. I'm a four screen person right now too, but I've got two on my work computer. I've got my, my Chromebook right here and then I have a an old TV in here for playing my SNES classic. Yeah. Not that I ever do that during work, you know. Yeah, but absolutely not. I yeah. I bossless stuff.
0: After work activities only, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: um so yeah, that's that's new, just been working, i got got a paycheck, which was cool. that had been a while oh. since I've gotten one of those things. that was pretty wild, um, all just this money just to, these well isn't it, it does it's not even money, these numbers appeared in my bank account, it just <laughs> the money's not real, the number just went up a little bit, and I was like, oh, ho, i that was good. Yeah, send so, those numbers uh, somewhere else. Maybe yeah, might again, get I might some, some, some numbers material. around. You know, I just moved. I shifted my my numbers around. It was great. So, been doing that. Um, dang, what else? Been watching some basketball. The Jazz lost yesterday. That was cool. Yeah. First game of the playoffs. Donovan uh, Mitchell scored fifty-seven points, and the Jazz lost. Um, that was a fun game, though. And
0: I'm not. An, I'm not a big basketball guy, but that is incredible. Yeah, but he's the
2: break. he's the third that was the third highest play, single or er, third highest scoring game by a by a person in a playoff game ever. Like between Michael Jordan has the highest at like sixty something, Elgin Baylor has like a low sixty something, and then Donovan Mitchell's got fifty-seven at a playoff game. But we I don't think Elgin Baylor and Michael Jordan lost those games, but it, it was a bummer. But um yeah, it was a fun game. But uh yeah, not as fun. As this Saturday is going to be when Real Salt Lake is back, baby, MLS is back is real, back, real good. Thanks. Like yeah. I was working as I was workshopping that in my brain as I was spitting the words out. But uh, yeah, I can't. Matt mentioned it before. He's he like there is not any excitement <laughs> from from me from Matt Trevor. I don't know how you feel. Um,
0: do you know when I found out that the next RSL game was on Saturday? <laughs> when? you Remember when we loaded this thing up and we were like, oh, hey guys, we've got a game this Saturday. Yep, That's when I found out the way to game this uh, Saturday. Shoot. I'm sure in the back of my brain, I knew that there was a game upcoming soon because like, yeah. I pay attention to the world around me, but mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. in the front of my mind at all. Yeah. I, Very professional like, podcast we've got here.
2: Yeah, this is... <laughs>
0: This is a type
2: of hard-hitting journalism we do.
0: (laughs) I know I've said this before, but I basically wrote off this season several months ago. And I'm just kind of along for the ride and not nearly as invested as I have been in the past.
1: Yeah, that seems to be a common theme.
0: Because if we've got so many other things, and the MLS at back tournament was such a goofy little thing. And now we're putting fans in the stadium, which I'm not even a little bit excited about. On mm-hmm. any level, All
2: right, yeah, so that's that's a good thing we should talk about. So, our home game, our first home game, is it the Wednesday after this coming Saturday, or is it the Saturday after this coming Saturday? Uh,
1: I'll look at the schedule again, okay? <laughs> I looked before we started, so
2: okay, so our first
1: home game is Wednesday, August 26th,
2: so it's a week from a week from tomorrow. Um, yeah, are they letting there's a lot of weird stuff here because I don't know what they're doing with season ticket holders who, who are planning on keeping their season tickets and like don't want. I, I guess I'm just confused at all about like all the canceled games and like if people get refunds, can they get refunds? Can yeah, like I don't understand. Confused
0: about all that, Kyle.
2: Season ticket holders.
0: Season ticket holders. So That's maybe the- we
2: can yeah maybe we'll get answers to that soon at an undisclosed yeah
1: hopefully there have been some answers to that. um it sounds like you if you chose to sort of bank your season ticket money mm-hmm. for next year, you can use that money on tickets this year um, so oh. it, and I think you get your seats at that point, but I'm not a hundred percent last i heard refunds hadn't been processed uh for the people who had requested them so now that changed. may have changed it's i don't i don't know when that was so
0: what i understand is all for at least in my situation all my season ticket money has been transferred to 2021 so i basically just prepaid for next year's season tickets uh, okay. and any tickets that i want to buy for this year i can either you like matt said use the deposit basically that i put down mm-hmm. for next year and use funds <laughs> out of that and then just have to pay that money back next year but you don't or get I your seat pay-
2: though right like you can't like I for this
0: thing i don't think so i think we're just buying tickets like you, gotcha. would if you were a person without you tickets. can get
2: like equivalent value seats yeah that's that's interesting well that, that kind of leads me to my next question is how many people oh, are yeah. they letting in because that's probably what you're going to talk about matt like not everyone could choose their exact same seats, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, logistically. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. The team said they are only allowing, uh, I'm going to get the number wrong, but it's somewhere in the 5,000 range. It's either like 5,100 or 5,300, something like that. They're only allowing basically 25% capacity, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to socially distance ticket purchases. So I think the idea is somebody purchases a seat and then it locks out all the seats within three or four seats of you so that nobody else can buy a seat to get near you
2: mm-hmm. can families sit together or no
0: i think they have to but yeah yeah that's the thing like you buy your group of tickets and then they lock out a bunch of tickets oh i see you.
2: yeah your group okay yeah. yeah
0: so your group can be together but then nobody can be near your group mm-hmm. and generally they've had i mean if we look at dallas as an example they're they've already had Games where they've had fans in the stadium. Yeah. Um, Is that
2: what Toronto's doing right now as well?
0: I don't or think so because they... I think it's Dallas oh, and us and that's right. like. It's not very many teams. oh uh, Who was it? Some other team that shouldn't be letting people in. Cincinnati, Nashville? maybe. Nashville? I feel like it's one of the newer teams. But anyway, so Dallas has done it and they had people separated. Um, they had people, as I understand it, all over the stadium, but they were definitely separated. They had, um, hand sanitizing stations. Masks were quote required, but we all saw how well that worked. I don't, well, I don't know if we all did. It didn't work out very well. There was no real mask enforcement. There was no people there to enforce it. And there's pictures all over social media of just groups of fans that just all of them didn't have their masks on. So it seems like it's a problem, but at the very least, the team is doing some things that make it seem like it might be a smart idea. Yeah, uh, I so, still am I mean, completely kind of opposed to the whole idea. Like, like, what's what's the advantage to having some fans in a stadium? You s- then, like, you're not gaining any money by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's. Because you have to then immediately kind of spend question. the money on mask enforcement, hand sanitizer stations. Uh, concession stands. If yeah, you're offering that's that. that's what I don't you have know. To offer that if you have people in the stands, right? Mm-hmm. Like- yeah.
2: So I, I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. I mean, from a, I honestly, I, I honestly just don't know. It just seems like a, like it would be easier just to be like, yeah, we're doing no fans like every other um, sports league. And that's probably what I would assume, I think, um, uh, NFL, the NFL might do. Um, yeah, who knows, right? Yeah, it's hard to say, but it seems weird to – I don't know. I it, it, if uh, The reason why it really gets to me is – or part of it is why is Deloitte just like his whole thing about bragging about being
1: yeah, on the, about fort, courage, the forefront right?
2: and like, cur- yeah, courage to <sighs> be the first ones or whatever. And that seems like the bad reason to do it like – I don't
0: know. Like, what, and, does, what does courage get you in the long run? 10 years later, when people look at this pandemic, like nobody's <laughs> going to be like praising people for their courage. What the did 5,000
2: 5, fans at a, at a RSL game do for people? Oh, but that's
0: that's the other thing is like, it's not going to be 5,000 fans. Like,
2: well, that's what I don't know. That That's what I'm curious about is to see how many people show up. Um,
0: well, I mean, again, if we look at Dallas yeah. as an example, the estimates were, I mean 1, a yeah. thousand, eleven hundred. I think somewhere Dallas, around there. Dallas, like, is, bad Dallas is already pretty <laughs> yeah, terrible, yeah.
1: It's really but like half half of their normal attendance, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: So I I do wonder about that, but um, yeah. I, it's it's gonna I, be weird.
0: <laughs> I kind of hope we did the we do the thing that Dallas did, where they originally were like, oh yeah, we're gonna let in. I think they said like five thousand fans or four thousand something like that. And then like a week before the game, they're like, oh, we're actually reducing the number for safety to like 3,000 fans. And then like the day before the game, they're like, actually, we're limiting tickets to like 2,000 people. Did they do that? Yeah, because wow. nobody was buying tickets. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: But they—you can it's better to say it was for safety. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's that's probably what we're going to end up doing. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I know people. I mean, I'm sure we, we know people who are probably going to be going. I don't have any desire to go yeah i'm kind of in the same boat it's just like
0: i know that i've seen a couple people that have said that they're they've already purchased tickets or that they're excited to go but yeah i'm i'm not excited to go i'm not i mean never mind we won't get into all the reasons why i'm not excited (laughs) to go but i'm not excited to go yeah
2: well uh, so so, yeah that game is on wednesday which you might know notice is a short turnaround from this coming saturday (laughs) And then you might ask, when is our next game? And the answer oh, okay. is the following Saturday. And then you might might say, wow, that's three games in exactly a week. When's the next game? It's the following Wednesday. And then you might say, wow, that's four games in uh, two Saturdays and two Wednesdays in a row. And then you'd say, when's the next game? And it's the Saturday after that, right? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, it's a Sunday. Oh, I know. So yeah, they give, the them, they give
0: them a little bit of a break, Kyle. I can't overwork them too hard.
2: Literally five games in uh, two weeks and one day. Yeah, MLS rosters are not built for this.
0: This is the safe uh, this is the safe way that we can bring MLS back guys. This does this mean we get Nato
1: back though, right? Uh maybe for home games. <laughs> but we'll see, right? Like
0: if yeah, he didn't want to go to MLS yeah.
1: back, I doubt he's gonna want to travel.
2: I know, he's not gonna travel. As long as we get him for home games, it's fine because we have oh, yeah. we have center back depth. Um Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of games. Um, so there, there are very few teams, I think, that are built for that sort of turnaround. And, you know, it's the teams that play in Champions League, uh, which notably we do not. When's so last we time we played if, in
2: Champions League? It was uh, 20, like 20, right. was what, it when we lost to, uh, to Tigres at, at home? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, It then, was what a, a Pecky
0: game. No, Pecky was Nations League. Sorry, I'm confusing the two. Mm-hmm. You
2: yeah, yeah. 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 Champions League. I think Kassar was still our coach, right? He was so yeah. Kassar was our coach. We had Uramov, Sissian, and um, wow. wow, we we
1: kind of held our own. We, we did, did. It and it was
2: and it was like a preseason game too, because those games yeah. always lined up really poorly. I remember being really excited after that game, even though we did lose. And oh, did uh, did Gignac uh, score that goal? Score there with our oh, winner? God. Damn, yeah, I think he did. Wow. There were so many Tigres fans there too. That sucked, but um, yeah. What that was fun. I was I remember being really optimistic after that game, and then things just like
0: have gone yeah. downhill ever since.
2: Was that the game we like? Or was that the season we tied like, like five of our first like eight games <laughs> or something?
1: Uh, oh, it was 2016. So let's look.
2: There was that one season where Kassar just like we didn't lose like one of our. First, like eleven games or something, and like almost all
0: of them tied. tied. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
1: that was. You know, I would have killed for that at the end of the pet here.
2: No, we couldn't. We kept getting blown out because we he didn't he didn't want to tie.
1: No, twenty sixteen, we actually started pretty strongly.
2: (laughs) Okay,
1: Uh, two draws, four wins in our first six games, and then we had so started well, uh, notably, Uh, and then three losses in four games following (laughs) that
2: and then including a
1: 5-2 a- loss against Sally Galaxy.
2: Oh, I remember that. Hard okay. Grown. That was a bummer. Um yeah, so we got all these games coming up and none of us are feeling super stoked. As Trevor mentioned, he didn't really know we had a game until you know his his conscious brain wasn't really aware of it until literal minutes ago. Um you know, we're at a really weird time in our like th- there were so many variables Going into the MLS's is back is tournament, and now we're in the MLS's back is back. Um, and I think we are starting kind of. It feel it to me. It feels like we're kind of starting from kind of scratch based on how that tournament went out. Like a lot of the stuff we supposedly were trying wasn't working. So I don't know. I feel like I just like the entire team is a huge question
1: mark for me right now. Yeah, and uh, so Randall Sir over at. RSL soapbox, of oh. whom we are a part. Anyway, he tweeted out a great Netum quote that came out today, uh, and it was, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Netum on where RSL can improve. I think there is a difference between being hard to beat and being a team who's actually successful. Collectively, we could be more creative, which is sort of the understatement of the year.
0: Yeah, we um, could definitely he, be more creative. Hey Matt, real quick, we could uh,
1: be creative at all. Yeah.
0: Matt, real quick, was that said on the radio yeah. or on his podcast or what?
1: Are you making a joke here?
0: I'm
1: um,
2: making a little <laughs> bit of a joke here. <laughs> um, um. yeah, but I, like he said, like we are, I think we are a decently tough team to beat. Mainly just because we have, I think, really good defenders. Um,
1: yeah. We play collectively as you know, defensively well.
2: Yeah, I think, yes, and we have good defensive midfielders. We have a really solid back line. But, like, I think that's certainly the extent of uh, what teams fear about us. Um, Yeah. It certainly isn't – certainly we don't have, like, dangerous attackers (laughs) when – when you see Krylock lining up against your team again for, as the nine, you're kind of you kind of know what you're going to get. Like he he might score a goal, but it's going to because it's going to be because he beat someone on a cross or like, you know, had a, like a decent shot from like from distance or something. But it's like I, I, I don't know. We're not we're certainly not unpredictable by any
1: means. Yeah, I mean we're yeah. entirely predictable, right? Yeah. Um, except where we end up bypassing Albert Rusnacker, he removes himself from play, that's not really predict. I guess that's kind of unpredictable.
2: Yeah, it's just not it's, unpredictable it's in a good easy, way.
0: Yeah, it's easy to defend.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a welcomed, unpredictable event. Um, it's like,
0: oh, what uh,
1: we expected him to try.
2: Yeah, it's like wow. You know, uh, you'd think they would. You know, their highest paid player in in NRSL history would. You know, do something. Um, um,
1: so let, let's actually swap uh, items two and three in our notes and news, or that's the one we use, right? Yes. What
0: mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I don't. Remember.
1: Let's let let switch option uh, items two and three because I mm-hmm. think that segs really well into what you wanted to talk about here, Kyle.
2: Yes, that that does. So, um, probably the best RSL journalist we've had since. Uh, um, since What's-His-Face. Yes, since you.
0: What's-His-Face. I was, what's
2: <laughs> was going to say Matt, actually. Um,
0: oh, yeah. What's-His-Face. Matt. I know who you Yeah.
2: About. So, uh, Andy Larson, the best MLS journalist since Matt Montgomery, who's the best uh, MLS <laughs> journalist since Chris Camerani, I would probably say. So, you know, we have our three kings of, of RSL journalism. Oh, yes. And... Andy yeah. Larson, who I don't think – is he actually officially on any sort of RSL beat at all?
1: No, no, he's <laughs> no. a writer. Andy and Larson is mean, just really a season ticket older.
2: <laughs> Andy Larson is the Utah Jazz and NBA beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune. Temporarily coronavirus stats guy for the Salt Lake Tribune. But he also is an RSL season ticket holder. Also, his coronavirus work has been exceptional, by the way. Um, but his his MLS content is also really good. And he recently um, tweeted out a list of, of MLS teams sorted by estimated player transfer value. And... It may be shocking for you to know that we are dead last after Nashville SC, who is, of course, an expansion team. Um, yeah, we are dead last, and we have. So our, I
1: have a couple caveats I'd like to throw yes, out there. Absolutely, guide well, the discussion.
2: So first, we have fifteen. We're we're according to transfer market. We're worth 15.37 million dollars. And Atlanta United at the top of the chart is worth fifty seven point four eight million dollars. And again, this is from Transfer Market and their valuations. Um yeah. so that's that is a caveat. But Matt, continue. Yeah.
1: Um so the first caveat I'd give is like you said, transfer market is uh it's a source and it is a kind of a guidance, um, but their numbers are pretty I'd say unreliable, yeah. uh, famously unreliable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also depend very, very much on like the last transfer a player had, uh, to determine the valuation. So if their valuation goes up, they don't really have a way to track that unless there have been rumors about them or something. Now I'm not saying, Oh, we're worth more than they're saying or less than they're saying. Um, because I don't know of many people whose value is gonna, uh, save a few, of course. Um, one of those would be Aaron Herrera, who also kind of provides an example for my second point, uh, which is that uh, as a team with a lot of homegrown players, our valuation, uh, where it's coming from like a null state, basically, Mm -hmm. like there wasn't a transfer fee paid to get these players in. Mm -hmm. Um, And as a result, um, players like, uh, Aaron Herrera Justin Glad, Glad. who are probably you know hold some market value you'd imagine right um, are you know not not worth a huge amount and let's let's pull up those numbers um but Kyle Trevor when you guys react <laughs> I, I don't like
0: no I'll build off like of a I'll build off of what you're saying i the thing with transfer market is just like you said, it's based off of uh, a lot of their data is based off of transfers that have happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And and transfers where numbers are reported is another big part of it. Right? So if you have transfers where numbers aren't reported, where sale values aren't reported, which happens a lot in and out of MLS, then you don't really have accurate data to go off of. Right? So, yeah. Um, this is this is kind of the third caveat. Transfer market is a pretty decent resource for like European-based players, players that get transferred around Europe. It's going to be a lot more accurate for them than it is going to be for MLS players, just yeah. in general. So, but it's also so, going to be more accurate for uh, older, more veteran players. It's going to be way less accurate for players like Aaron Herrera yep. and Justin Glad, who are homegrown, who have never tested the market, who haven't really had transfer rumors about them. So Right. Like Matt said, I'm sure that they have value. We could guess as to what it is, but I promise it's more than whatever transfer market. Yeah. Says so say, they're worth. and that's a say, lot of players on this
2: team. I mean, so even if Justin and Aaron are worth 1.5 million each, which is, I think
1: a pretty not
0: unreasonable.
1: Yeah. I mean, we should play a little game after this.
0: Uh, okay. I want you to four. guess
1: some of the valuations. Okay. So okay. Don't, don't look them up.
2: I won't. Um so say so say each one of them was worth one point five million. That would bump us up into um uh right? It would bump us up about four spots in between San Jose and Vancouver.
1: Yeah, it's still uh, in the lower third, easily, right? Still in
2: the the lower sixth yeah. <laughs> of, yeah. of the chart. Um so and that's assuming the other teams don't have, you know, young players that would bump them up higher as well. So yeah, what you're saying is absolutely right. Transfer market's always it's always funny to see like get names of players we're after and then see how much they're supposedly worth or um and I, like I don't know what transfer market had like Saverino as for instance um it's when he million. Yeah. And I, you know, I think we got less than what transfer market probably had. Yeah. Um by a lot, but yeah, anyway. So okay, let's play the game.
1: All right, uh <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to ask you guys a series of questions. Yeah. Um, Albert Rusnak is Real Salt Lake's uh, highest va- market value player. He is tied with another player. Who is that other player?
0: Mm.
2: Um, no. I think it's got to be...
1: Wait, is on, it just
0: Giuseppe it? Rossi? Is no. Is this like a trick question? Is it like Nick Romano it's, or something? It's, it's it. not
1: Nick Romano. It's not a player that is retired. <laughs> okay. It's a player that is actively rostered. Uh, I'll give you a hint. That player joined the club in 2020.
0: Or maybe at the end my, of 2019.
1: Anyway, this season is their first my season. Oh, is it Douglas? would
0: be Douglas? Jason. No,
1: no. Justin Miram?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, is gosh. it really?
2: At yeah. $1.76 million. Well, they're contributing about the same amount to the team. That's funny to think about... Um, Wow. Yeah. I wonder what other
1: like yeah, okay. Wait, Let's... at one
0: point seven six, that's Albert yeah, that's... and Justin Miram. Yeah. yeah. Um Justin
1: Miram, of course, who we got on a free, oh, I believe,
0: right? Oh boy.
1: Yeah, so, but uh, his
0: his numbers so are the... probably bloated. I'm guessing here, because I don't know what their formula is, but I'll bet his numbers are a little bit bloated because of his salary and because he's got national team experience. For
1: Iran. Yeah. Or for a run.
0: yeah. For, for yeah. A, yeah.
1: Iraq, actually, isn't he? Is he oh, from Iraq?
0: Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: That was a faux pas on my part. Good. Hey, yeah, man. he's got more Ax- recent
0: but- national team experience for a team that I think in Asia does pretty well.
1: Yeah. So. Um, okay. Third is Demir Krylik at
0: 1.54. Uh, close! I was closest. I'll
1: take that. Fourth is a forward that is on the fringes of the U.S. national team roster. Corey Baird. Yep, at just over a million mm-hmm. Yeah Aaron Herrera yeah. is just under a million at 825 Okay uh, Everton Louise is 715 Which
0: he should mm. probably
1: be up closer to 10 million But <laughs>
2: <laughs> is there Must be a typo here It's wide out on my screen
1: uh, Sam Johnson is right about where his salary numbers are At uh, 715,000 Incidentally, that's okay. the same as Justin Glad Okay Uh, Jason Ramirez is at 358. Are we going to see some Jason? Like, we need some Jason. Yeah, I hope so. I think uh, he's clearly had more time to get fit. But, I don't know. Um, He is worth less, according to this, than um, legendary center back Nick Beasler. Oh, jeez. That's neither here nor there.
0: Do we know how much we paid for Jason? Was that a thing? Did we pay for Jason?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a thing, but yeah. I don't remember how much it was. Okay. Whether it's a thing or not. Okay. Um yeah. Our lowest value non You guys are gonna love this. This is the last one. Uh who is our lowest valued non academy non like youth player? Non academy non youth player. Kyle lowest. Beckerman. Nope, he's right in the middle of the table. Oh. Um is, is it McMath? No, he's you're getting closer.
0: I was gonna say Putna was my next guess.
1: Uh Putna's worth more than this player, according to wow. Oof. Um, uh who was the the, the earliest player? Real Salt Lake sub at
2: oh. MLS's back. Um with the
1: earliest sub, is that how you said? The
0: player yeah. that we subbed off the earliest or the player that uh, came it oh, Tony Toya?
1: No, it's uh Alvin Jones. Oh my. yeah, that makes
0: sense. Oh what a great
1: <laughs> appearance he
0: had when he Kyle, just remember that Alvin Jones played in a game at MLS's back and it was I totally forgot good. that even
1: happened. It was, was a nightmare. To... He came Enable in for MLS's back.
0: Yeah, he came in for Donnie
1: Toy. Oh, that that was a disaster.
0: <sighs> and then I yeah. immediately gave up a penalty. Like a dumb one, too. Like it wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Oh,
1: oh wow. So, uh, our valuation is low, uh, mm-hmm. and it's probably justifiably low, although I wouldn't put much stock in the numbers.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, that's totally. that's the other side of the caveats that we gave, is that like the numbers are probably low, and they're probably off for a lot of players. But at the end of the day, yeah, we're still definitely a very low-valued team. We, can't, <laughs> we don't have players that we yeah. can transfer out. Yeah, they're off for of us. Knowledge. They're
2: off for everyone else, too. So, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's really odd. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, to the fact that Albert and Justin are Miram or, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, for Albert, who sees himself as someone who should be playing in European Champions League, it's like Albert having watched a lot of European Champions League lately. Sorry, man. It's not going to happen. For he
1: could while. probably play for uh, Barcelona, right?
2: he honestly yeah he could have done great for barcelona that was they had a good a good time
1: real real salt lake of a performance there
2: yeah that was awesome yeah you know mom i know you're listening to this barcelona got absolutely destroyed in champions league the other day so you can look that up mom it was fun anyway sorry shout out to my mom um yeah uh so what else You, you know I guess we're gonna watch this weekend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch. Oh, wait. What time is the game at? Seven
1: thirty.
0: Oh, oh, so it's game. Uh, nice. It is in the evening uh, time.
2: Yeah, that Dick Sporting Goods. That yeah. For so. My uh,
0: so I'll be works. watching.
2: Yeah. So uh, we can, you know, seven p.m. Not seven thirty. Yeah, seven p.m. So we'll have stuff to talk about next week. I mean. Potentially, depending on when we record, we might have two games to talk about, depending on if we think that this upcoming one is worth talking about.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say it'll be worth talking about and it won't be for a good reason. Yeah. But I I could
2: love to be wrong. I could see that being a thing. That would be unfortunate.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And and this for me, like to rewind slightly. For me, add some caveats around uh, the coaching tenure of uh, Freddy Juarez. Um, Because it's clear he's operating with uh, fewer top-level resources than other teams. Yep. And uh, fewer (laughs) top-level resources than he was last year.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not even close. Like, uh, we lost Plata for Beans. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, no, for nothing.
0: We, it was nothing, right? We got zero things out of Losing Plata. Yeah. He left zero. on a free transfer.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um we got something out of uh Savarino and with you know the potential for more. Yeah. Um and it was probably reinvested immediately into Jason Ramirez, but he's he's below the point at least now than where Saverino was when he came in.
2: Saverino right. came in and he was playing instantly.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, I, I do think, like, uh, Ramirez, Jason Ramirez deserves some patience on this yeah. um, because he was thrust into a new country and a new situation that no one had dealt with. In a new uh, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the people who would have dealt with that are 90 to 100 years old, right? Having dealt with the the Spanish flu. But, yeah. 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 Anyway, so, so it's it's interesting for me to look at like it makes it really hard for me to evaluate how Freddy's doing. Uh, because <laughs> yeah. I don't see like what changes he could make that would be meaningful. He's changes he makes will need to be uh kind of generated from I don't know, dust. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the
0: the failings yeah. of Freddy so far that we've seen and there have been a few, but the failings that we've seen are failings that you're going to get from like any coach. A lot of the failings that this team has are like failures of execution rather than like failures of planning, I feel like. Maybe I'm wrong, but to your point, I can't really analyze that very well. That's my general vibe of how this team has played so far this season, but that's 5 games over what like six months now so it's impossible to analyze it and i know that there are some people out there who are saying that freddie's not fit for the job or something like that and it's just as ridiculous to like analyze the situation in a way that says that freddie's not good enough than to analyze it in any kind of positive way because you just you can't analyze what freddie has done lately and come to any kind of reasonable conclusion about just about anything at this point
2: agreed yeah, and I yeah I don't know. It's all those things. It's the insane like there's there's just not enough regular information there for me to make a judgment. And losing losing Soverino, I know we've talked about it a few times, but how many times he straight up just bailed us out last year in the end of games? Um, you know, <laughs> I don't that's, know.
0: That's an important piece that we are missing. It, we don't it have an We don't have
2: a game changing player that we had last year and we theoretically have them on the roster who could potentially be that person but no one's no one's been that person since Sovereigno left and no one was that person last year other than Sovereigno so yeah I don't know I have no idea I don't know what I have no idea what this like I said there's a lot of question marks around this team like I have no idea what to think about. About ourselves. And Freddie might be the guy for the job for now. I mean, he was the safe, cheap hire again, but he might end up doing well, Um, but he might not. And people who think he should be fired now might f- end up feeling vindicated in the future. But I think in any case, it's too early and there's not enough information, like Trevor said, to like feel one way or the other. Like we just kind of have to ride this out <laughs> for as long as for as long as I guess it takes for us to make an actual determination, but yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it, it, it's hard because we blew up our, you know, our staff basically from you know outside of Freddie and his assistant coaches. We added one assistant coach, you know, we probably added a trainer here or there. Yeah. And then we added a completely new back office staff. Um, yep. and it, you can't just do that and expect it to fall into place. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, maybe it was the right move. Um, and I, I certainly don't want to cast any doubt on on our current, you know, GM assistant GM setup. Um but there's no evidence there at this point. Um, and that's just what it's gonna be until uh either we have an owner that is willing to spend more money to get good players. Or we have a GM that can navigate the waters of having no money. Uh, and those exist, right? Like, money ball a thing for a reason. Yeah. Um, but you don't get that with first year GMs.
0: Moneyball, like, almost ever, right? Yeah, no, like the GMs that are like the money ball type GMs, the people that succeed without a lot of resources, are the people that like they come into it with a plan to do that. Anybody that's like thrown into that kind of situation um, and is made to deal with that and then has to play catch up at that point doesn't usually succeed. And I think that would, I think we could bear that out across a lot of different sports. If you have somebody that comes into an organization and says, this is my plan and we're going to spend less money than you're used to, to do it. Those people can usually carry it off. But if you get hired and then you're told, by the way, you will have very few dollars with which to work with. That's a much tougher situation. And it's not really one that bears out a whole lot of success. So, I mean, I'm hoping Tony can handle it, but we'll see.
1: Well, and it doesn't help when your, your chief scout is still furloughed, right? Yeah. (laughs) And we'll see what happens with that situation, but oh boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do we know, do we know, um, I'm sure we can talk about this. There was some announcement made in the last day or so where the team invested in some kind of scouting software. Yeah, I saw that. Do we know anything about that? Or is that just another one of those things that like gets reported, but nobody actually knows what that means in regards to anything. I don't know what that means.
1: It's one of those that you get a press release and you're like, okay. So that that came through a press release too. Yeah. That was just a press release. You've read the KSLSports.com article. It was very similar to the press release, so it didn't it didn't add any additional information, huh. and uh, some of the wording certainly came directly from it. So that's interesting. Okay, that's not uncommon in journalism to do a press release. No, re-order. totally. I
2: think it's more interesting that they released that as a press release. Like, I just don't know what. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know if I get it entirely. Um, but you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well... That's that's a good summary of the last year's worth of activities under DLH. I don't know if I get get it, but yeah, whatever.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, should we uh, close it out, my friends?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do we have
0: anything else to talk about?
1: We did switch uh, items two and three, so we still have item two. Here, I will cut. Oh, geez, I forgot we passed that. You know what we
0: could do? I mean,
1: computer wizard over here.
0: I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, but we could have not gone through that cut copy and paste thing. And then just been like, Oh, let's start discussing the second. No, we needed in order. order.
2: Sorry. Yeah.
0: So Matt's item
2: that he's incredibly passionate about. He says appeal of RSL lowest since 2008 question mark. And I gotta be honest. Um, maybe, I think we're far enough out from uh, any notable wins and progress made in playoffs that like, yeah, it doesn't feel like, you know, I mean, we had a real shot in 2013 kind of feels like we've been rebuilding since then and not toward anything.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think in magnitude of matches played um, in the results of matches in like the personalities on the team. Um, 2008 was a good year. Uh, It was a building year. Um, Not a hugely successful year, but it was close, right? We made the playoffs. We had a good chance. Um, But like I look at, you know, but I look at 2008 and I I see like a a roster that made an impact. Yeah. Um, But we've spent five years with rosters that have not made an impact or previously made an impact on the team um, and are still still around and, you know, no, no harm in keeping those players around, certainly. Totally. Um, but it's been a while since we had a player that has cemented themselves as like, this is a Real Salt Lake player I truly care about. And honestly, I, this is weird for me to say. Um, I think the last one may have been Luke Mulholland.
2: wow no here's the thing that is i think everton's the probably the new one
1: okay yeah yeah. sorry
0: i was gonna say that's definitely a take but i totally get where you're coming from when luke signed like he was really an exciting player that preseason and everybody was stoked on it and we were all high on rsl just in general but also luke so like in that context that makes sense but
1: yeah, well, and people get, still care a lot about him, right? Like, even if he hasn't played for two years, uh, the second he comes on the field, again, if he ever... I mean, he's still on a roster, so he, he certainly could. I mean,
0: technically, it is allowed by the rules of the game for him to play uh, for RSL, <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if he comes on the field and there are fans in the stadium, 2020 is weird. Anyway,
0: people would, you know, go wild, right? Yep. Twitter would be ablaze with three or four tweets about it. I'm I forgetting.
2: honestly wouldn't be surprised to see him put on more RSL bill billboards, like instead of Albert. Like that wouldn't shock yeah. me if they just were putting Luke up there. Just fan service for like all these weird psychos who are obsessed with him. But like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. Is like the only the most beloved player is the meme player. It's the guy who jumped into the pole. Yeah, the pole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the funny pole guy. Funny pole <laughs> soccer. Funny headbutt pole guy uh,
1: and and the uh, attempt to slide that was great yeah anyway yeah
2: it is feeling pretty low right now yeah i would love to be, i would love to be excited about rsl as much as like i don't know feel like we could be and should be as like a pretty cool soccer like club historically like i don't yeah. know I, we we were known for a lot of good stuff
1: it's just weird
2: known Sweet. for having
1: an identity and continuity and uh doing right by players and
0: yeah yep. uh, yeah i think you know I, yeah i think it's um interesting i'm looking at it in in this light right we just at work we hired a new guy um he's armenian right um the only thing the only things that i know about armenia are system of a down and you of Sissian. so uh, as a new guy i was trying to talk to him about stuff that like relate to him, right? And so I asked him if he knew who Urim Sissian was, if he was a soccer fan. And he was like, Yeah, I'm a huge soccer fan. I know all about Urim Sissian. I've been a big fan of his for a while. Huh. And I was telling him, I was like, oh yeah, well he played for RSL. He played for Real Salt Lake. And that's when he finally made that, like he knew that, but that's when he finally made that connection. And I was trying to like think of what's the big sell, like what's the next thing I should tell him about RSL <laughs> to maybe get him to a game. And there's nothing like there. I couldn't think of anything to tell him to be like, yeah, RSL is really exciting. They're a great team. You should go to a game. It's a lot of fun. Watch them on TV, whatever. You well, know what I mean?
2: You can't even sell that. It's fun to go like hang out at the RSL games right now. Like that's not a sell we can make right now. So like right, but that's, that's not
0: even if it was like, even if this yeah. pandemic wasn't a thing, even if we were going to a game, like that's the only thing I have to like <laughs> is get people excited about RSL is yeah. Going to the games is a blast. Even if the team isn't great, even if there's no players to like care about, even if there's not a narrative or a big name signing or whatever, you can go to a game and have fun. But even that over the last season or two, like last year, it was kind of a drag. A lot of those games.
1: I had fun with you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, like this I had fun. I have, fun, oh, sorry, I have fun hanging out with you guys and I have fun hanging out with the people next to me, but I don't mm-hmm. need RSL to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have so, this, like, we have this
2: you... podcast to do that. It's not <laughs> it's it being RSL. This being an RSL podcast is incidental to the fact that we just we love we love hanging with the boys. <laughs> we love, we love, love boy time. Boys <laughs> boys time, boys dudes rock twenty twenty. Oh boy. This yeah, there's bad.
0: There is nothing that you can sell somebody on with RSL right now. There's nothing about this team that you can be like, oh, but they have this exciting thing going for them.
1: You yeah. have a midfielder that will tackle you into the ground.
0: Yeah. But that's Honestly, not like an exciting
1: selling point, right? It's, no, just it's not we can take joy in. Yeah. Because we're already stuck in the fan base.
0: Like Yeah. We are excited no- about Everton, but if I had to sell somebody on like coming to an RSL, I know that that's not. Situation we're yeah, talking situation yeah, yeah, yeah. but if i was trying to get somebody to come to an rsl game or go to a like a watch party or something me trying to sell them on everton louise to somebody who doesn't know anything about rsl or you know it's not going to happen yeah. they would probably love him if they watched a couple of games and saw him yeah but there's there's He's no there's no appeal to this team right now so yeah you said that i saw where you said that and it yeah really resonated I think you're exactly right. This is the lowest level of excitement about this team for several, several years. It's a great time to have a podcast about a team. So we've
2: got a game on Saturday, so let's watch that. So everybody we,
0: tune in. We'll so. see back up again
2: next week and we'll have fun together again. And Whether it's miserable or the game is really fun, surprisingly, and we do something good. it'll Like the last time we played Colorado, it was good. So maybe this one will be good, and then we'll have fun, and then the pandemic will end next week, and then like things will be fun and uh, we'll be good. We'll be good next week. Everything's to to to, to next week. To next. next week.
0: Uh, this is an optimism only podcast. Theme. We're only a week away from another episode <laughs> of Off the <laughs> or less
2: or more. Yes, or yes, or less or fewer week. We're fewer than a week away <laughs> one week or fewer we're, we're
0: closer than a week away i think is what it is closer,
1: that's better i have no idea should we end here Let's do it goodbye okay, bye bye goodbye